Hey, it's Sedano. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday than when my guy, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m., Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. This orthopedic surgeon is on fire. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Because I'm on fire. That's why. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go in? Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. As a New Yorker, the word fire is spelled F-I-A-H. There's no R in that word. I'm on fire. And joining me now is my favorite writer, W-R-I-T-A-H, in Los Angeles, the great Scott Shepard. Scott, thanks so much for getting up early to be with us. Oh, thanks for having me on, Roddy. Good to talk to you. All right. Well, I Michelangelo is dead for 500 years. He's my hero. I can't ask him any questions anymore. But Dr. Ranawad, who taught me how to be a surgeon, said the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. This is a radio show, so I don't have eyes, but I have ears. And I want to play a soundbite because my ears don't hear what my mind doesn't know. Tell us what Rod Serling means and what it means to you to hear this soundbite. Ideas come from the earth. They come from every human experience that you either witness or have heard about translated into your brain in your own sense of dialogue in your own language form uh, ideas are born uh, from what is smelled heard seen experienced felt emotionalized ideas are probably uh, in the air like like little tiny items of ozone that's the easiest thing on earth is to come up with an idea then the second thing is the hardest thing on earth is to put it down who was it uh, that said writing is the easiest thing on earth? He said, I simply walk into my study, I sit down, I put the paper in the typewriter, and I fix the margins, and then I turn the paper up, and I bleed. And I bleed. Scott Shepard, you've been a writer in TV for decades. Now you're writing mystery books. Do you bleed when you sit down at the computer, the typewriter, when you start writing? Do I bleed? Um... You know, I think what it is, um, it, for me, it's really just getting it all, getting something onto a piece of paper. Uh, I kind of like have uh, referred to like these, uh, a first draft as like a kitchen draft, a kitchen sink draft. I just like, just get it out, get something on the paper, and then you can deal with it. Um, hmm. And so I guess it's a form of bleeding, regurgitating possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Rod Serling talks about technique. And as a surgeon, there's different ways to do the same operation. I guess as a writer, there's different ways. And certainly the difference between writing TV versus novels is a different medium. But is the technique the same for you? Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, look, it's so wonderful that you, you know, you started with, you know, Rod Serling. I mean, he's definitely one of the two or three biggest influences, you know, on my life. I mean, I think it was the first TV show I watched. Um, I've seen all those episodes. 
you know, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually spent a good part of my, you know, twenties, uh, you know, trying to get every ep- before you could get a, you know the collection of those stories on DVDs or CD, you know, or, you know, mm-hmm. DVDs or VHSs. I was like, literally, they would show them on the air, and I was taping them every day, like at noon, you know, wow. to see if I could get all of them. And I got like the first seventy or eighty, but I literally <laughs> it took me like a year and a half to get all one hundred and fifty-five of them, you know, <laughs> because because the stories were like so wonderful. I mean, I think that thing that you talked about, you know, the, the uh, clip you played earlier about him, about telling the story about the, the bet that the guy made, mm-hmm. and the, the fact that, you know, you take a one-line idea, like the Chekhov story, and he showed how Chekhov solved it one way, which is a very positive way. Well, then Serling literally, you know, did a character study, but of course he put, as you say, his two switches on it mm-hmm. and ended up doing this macabre sort of ending. So, you know, to me, like, ideas are kind of like, like he says, there's sort of you don't know where they come from. They're a little bit of a dime a dozen. It's just what you do with them once you know you come up with the idea, and then you kind of it just sort of magically happens. I don't have a you know a, a, a way that it just actually appears. I kind of discover it as I go along. Mm. This is what he said. Curious to hear what you say about this. Do you make notes and outlines and characterizations and plot outlines and things like that, or do you just? Take off and write. I take off and write out of a sense of desperate compulsion. I always write as if uh, I'd just gotten my x-ray from the doctor on Monday, (laughs) and he'd best check with the insurance man and see whether or not the house is free and clear. I always write with a sense of desperate urgency. Now, I don't think this is necessarily a preoccupation with my own demise, Doris. I think I'm good for another 18 months at least. But I, I always write as if, gee, get it down. So you say regurgitation. He's like, you, you almost get the feeling there's a speed. You just got to get it right there, right now, but you're afraid it'll pass if you don't have the vision. Well, you know, everybody, Robbie, you know, writes differently. I know I have writers, you know, are really good friends and people I really admire who literally sit down every day and Hey, Sedano, you know there's no better way to start your Saturday than when my guy, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m., Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. This orthopedic surgeon is on fire. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Because I'm on fire. That's why. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go in? Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. As a New Yorker, the word fire is spelled F-I-A-H. There's no R in that word. I'm on fire. And joining me now is my favorite writer, W-R-I-T-A-H, in Los Angeles, the great Scott Shepard. Scott, thanks so much for getting up early to be with us. Oh, thanks for having me on, Roddy. Good to talk to you. All right. Well, I Michelangelo is dead for 500 years. He's my hero. I can't ask him any questions anymore. But Dr. Ranawad, who taught me how to be a surgeon, said the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. This is a radio show, so I don't have eyes, but I have ears. And I want to play a soundbite because my ears don't hear what my mind doesn't know. Tell us what Rod Serling means and what it means to you to hear this soundbite. 
ideas come from the earth. They come from every human experience that you either witness or have heard about, translated into your brain in your own sense of dialogue, in your own language form. Uh, ideas are born uh, from what is smelled, heard, seen, experienced, felt, emotionalized. Ideas are probably uh, in the air, like, like little tiny items of ozone. That's the easiest thing on earth, is to come up with an idea. Then the second thing is, the hardest thing on earth is to put it down. Who was it uh, that said, writing is the easiest thing on earth? He said, I simply walk into my study, I sit down, I put the paper in the typewriter, and I fix the margins, and then I turn the paper up, and I bleed. And I bleed. Scott Shepard, you've been a writer in TV for decades. Now you're writing mystery books. Do you bleed when you sit down at the computer, the typewriter, when you start writing? Do I bleed? Um, I, you know, I think what it is, um, it, for me, it's really just getting it all, getting something onto a piece of paper. Uh, I kind of like have uh, referred to like these, uh, a first draft as like a kitchen draft, a kitchen sink draft. I just like, just get it out, get something on the paper, and then you can deal with it. Um, hmm. And so I guess that's a form of bleeding, regurgitating possibly. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I love when Rod Serling talks about technique. And as a surgeon, there's different ways to do the same operation. I guess as a writer, there's different ways. And certainly the difference between writing TV versus novels is a different medium. But is the technique the same for you? Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, look, it's so wonderful that you, you know, you started with, you know, Rod Serling. I mean, he's definitely one of the two or three biggest influences, you know, on my life. I mean, I think it was the first TV show I watched. Um, I've seen all those episodes, you know, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually spent a good part of my, you know, twenties, uh, you know, trying to get every ep- before you could get, a, you know, the collection of those stories on DVDs or CD, you know, or, you know, mm-hmm. DVDs or VHSs. I was like, literally, they would show them on the air, and I was taping them every day, like at noon, you know, wow. to see if I could get all of them. And I got like the first seventy or eighty, but I literally, <laughs> it took me like a year and a half to get all one hundred and fifty-five of them, you know, <laughs> because because the stories were like so wonderful. I mean, I think that thing that you talked about, you know, the the uh, clip you played earlier about him about telling the story about the the bet that the guy made, mm-hmm. and the, the fact that you know, you take a one-line idea like the Chekhov story, and he showed how Chekhov solved it one way, which is a very positive way, well, then Serling literally, you know, did a character study, but of course he put, as you say, his two switches on it mm-hmm. and ended up doing this macabre sort of ending. So, you know, to me, like, ideas are kind of like, like he says, they're sort of, you don't know where they come from. They're a little bit of a dime a dozen. It's just what you do with them once, you know, you come up with the idea and then you kind of, it just sort of magically happens. I don't have a, you know, a, a, a way that it just actually appears. I kind of discover it as I go along. Mm. This is what he said. Curious to hear what you say about this. Do you make notes and outlines and characterizations and plot outlines and things like that, or do you just take off and write? I take off and write out of a sense of desperate compulsion. I always write as if uh, I'd just gotten my x-ray from the doctor on Monday, (laughs) and he'd best check with the insurance man and see whether or not the house is free and clear. I always write with a sense of desperate urgency. No, I don't think this is necessarily a preoccupation with my own demise, Doris. I think I'm good for another 18 months at least. But I I always write as if, gee, get it down. 
So you say regurgitation. He's like, you, you almost get the feeling there's a speed. You just got to get it right there, right now, but you're afraid it'll pass if you don't have the vision. Well, you know, everybody, Robert, you know, writes differently. I know I have writers, you know, are really good friends and people I really admire who literally sit down every day 